We need to talk about rejection, therapy, screening, how this all comes together. There's a lot of different elements here, but I want to focus on go and Google after this. There's a there's a TED talk by a guy called Jia Jiang, and he talks about 100 days of rejection, right? So he's terrified of rejection. So he used to go out and he used to do weird shit like rock up to like a stranger's house and knock on the door and be like, can I play American football in your yard? And can you, you know, photo it? He'd, he'd go out and deliberately make requests to people, like go up to a security guard and go, give me 300 bucks, knowing that he's going to get rejected, right? And his theory was, as time went on, uh, he would trivialize rejection. It become less of a big deal. I think a very, very good way to think about these tougher approaches or, you know, when, you, when you're feeling a bit kind of like, oh, for fuck's sake, I've got to go out and do, do approaching. Because let's be honest, approaching is the lifeblood of deals. If you can flip into to the mindset that someone like Kofi has, right, Mr. K, where he actually enjoys approaching, it's his meditation. If you can flip into that and really enjoy the process of socializing, which is obviously massively beneficial, this isn't going to be an issue. But if you're like most guys and you're thinking, okay, yeah, sometimes I enjoy it, but there's approach to scare the shit out of me, right? I think a simple trick that I've used for myself and also for guys that I've worked with has been flip it, right? Flip the mindset and be like, right, I'm going to go and get fucking rejected, right? And I'm going to have fun doing it. I'm going to go out with some strange opener or, or just something stupid, right? Have a bit of fun with it. Because we can get very in our heads with this stuff, can't we? It's um, it's one of the contradictions between it's called game. So it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be like a kind of a game of chess. It's supposed to not be taken too seriously. And yet the things on the line, i.e., you know, you, sh you potentially shacking up with an absolute worldie or you basically, you know, tricking evolution, not tricking evolution, but we're not actually getting these pregnant women, uh, these, these women pregnant a lot of the time. Hold my beer, says Sam as he goes into the favela with his favela baby. But uh, generally speaking, we're not, right? But our brains are still designed to think we are. So it hasn't really caught up with the idea of, of contraception in the sense that we know we're not actually producing a baby with, with a girl we, we pick up and, and want to go on a date and have sex with. But we're still getting that kind of... We're still getting the kind of dopamine hit, right? The endorphin hit of producing with, with a hot woman, with a fertile woman, reproducing. Um I digress. But yeah, so it's kind of two contradictory aims. It's called game. It's supposed to be fun. You're not supposed to take it too seriously. And yet there's so much on the line when you think about it, when you think about someone to marry, right? That spending the next 40 years of your life, 50 years of your life with someone, building a family with them. There's so much on the line. So it is a contradiction. So although we can enjoy the process at times, there's going to be times when we're like, fucking hell, this is important. We need to get this sorted out. One way I found of expanding that kind of social freedom element, having fun with it, is you can either be a prankster, like a number of guys I know who who do this. So they do a lot of kind of pranky stuff as well. Um, or you can be the guy that flips the mindset and focuses on rejection, right? So rejection mindset. So going out and specifically targeting types of approaches, you think there's no chance I'm going to get a good response, right? And the irony is... Because you go in with the idea of you're not going to get a good response and you're like, fuck it, I'm just going to have fun with it. Ironically, you end up getting a good response. So, I mean, I used to do this as well. I talk about this extensively, but I used to top and tail my approach sessions with a really, really hard approach at the beginning of the session. 
So like five girls, right, walking along the street. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go and get blown out. Watch me go and get rejected. I was saying this to myself, if there wasn't a wing, I'd be like, right, let's have fun with this. It's going to get horribly rejected. I'd charge in super ballsy because I'm actually looking for the rejection, right? A la Jia Jiang, that, you know, seeking the equivalent of him going into KFC and uh, or a burger place and asking for a burger refill. You know, he's expecting to get rejected. He's del deliberately picking things to get rejected on but when you go in with that ballsy me mentality so approach five girls right i'm going to go get horribly blown out let's have fun with it guess what happens you're so confident because you don't give a fucking shit because there's nothing on the line that ironically it works um you're standing there you're holding court suddenly you're in a conversation with five decent looking birds and you're like what what's going on here i went to go and get rejected right so it's a little mindset trick which works so well Next time you see like a table, right? Mixed group that scares the shit out of most people. Mixed group, so like two girls or like two and two guys, but they're not clearly together, or like four girls and two guys. Go over, just be like super ballsy. Uh, you just you say to yourself, right? Let me go and get rejected. Let me go and get blown out. Right? It takes all the pressure off. So you walk over and you're like, hey, your friend is stunning. I need to speak to her. And they're like, yeah, take her. Because ironically by going in with the idea of going to get rejected by being like, fuck this, let's just have some fun with it. Nothing's going to happen. You come across as completely detached um, from the situation, very overly confident because in your mind, all you're trying to do is get blown out, nothing else, right? So it actually it actually paves into that law, law of power, uh, 48 laws of power. I think it's, um, I'm not going to be too sociopathic and be able to remember it off the top of my head. Um if you haven't read this book as well, highly recommend it or listen to it even better. 48 Laws of Power, let's bring it up. By old Robert Greene, 48 Laws of Power. We have Law 28, Enter Action Boldness. Because you're going in and you're just like, fuck it, let's go, go and get blown out, let's have fun with it. You're entering with complete boldness, complete audacity, not giving a flying fuck, right? And it works so well. So any hard approach now, moving forward, I want you to say to yourself, and I want you to do what I did because it worked really well. Always target one really hard approach at the beginning of a session. Could be girl with guy, could be girl with family, could be girl in super awkward situation like standing on the tube platform or actually on the tube itself. Find that hard approach, seek it out, be like, I'm going to go and get blown out, have a laugh with this, let's go. Do that as your first approach, right? Because after that, lo and behold, when you're approaching one or two girls, which should be the bread and butter of what you're doing. You don't give a fucking monkeys about these type of approaches. They're super simple. And then end your session with a with a with a rejection approach as well. Be like, right, I'm gonna go and get rejected here. Let me find something particularly hard and just charge in and do it. And because you flip, I can't under can't overestimate, um, overstate how important flipping that mindset is for these harder approaches. It takes any fear away to the point where you're just like, fuck it. Let me go and get rejected. Let me have fun with that, right? It was a it was a revelation for me. Um, it was a revelation for me doing this stuff because a certain approach I was like terrified of. And inevitably what we try and do with fear, right, or things we're scared of, we avoid them, right? And what does that do? That beds them down further into our psyche. That gives them roots of growth because we're actively avoiding them. You should fucking face those fears head on and smash through them, right? Um, super important. I remember for me, you know, learning this stuff, there were certain approaches like approaching on the tube platform, 
standing in Holborn Station, but at the bottom of the escalators, right? That was high pressure because I was like, fuck. Um, it's weird to just stand in the escalators at the bottom of the escalators, just, just look, look, waiting for someone because who meets someone underground, right? Because there's no reception usually, or there wasn't no, no phone reception. So how can you arrange to meet someone um, at the bottom of the escalator in Holborn station in London, which is this big drop down, right? And it's like dank air and stuff. But I used to just stand there, right? To test myself. Well, there was a tunnel connecting Liverpool street to bank underground on the central line. I used to just stand in that bit, right? Because I was like, fuck it, I'm going to have fun with this. I'm going to see if anyone calls me out. No one ever did. They're just in their own zone, right? They don't give a fucking shit, right? But it's, it's testing your own comfort zone. It's pushing your own boundaries that's so important. So flipping it round, it's hard approach that you're scared of, right? Let me go and do this. Let me go and get rejected. And you can do crazy shit. Like, you know, that's how I first started going into Victoria's Secrets on my own, Um you know, to see what was up, to see if like someone's going to like, just to have fun with it being like, look, this is going to be horribly embarrassing. My Victoria's Secrets on my own. I'm the only guy here. I'm going to go and hit on a girl. Right. And then I was like, okay, actually it didn't really, nothing really happened. So then I started taking students into it. And again, being calibrated with it. So look, I know you're, you're, I shouldn't be in here speaking with you, but I had to say, you look great. So you're still doing it like that, but you're, you're doing it with the mindset of let me go and get rejected. You're not saying it's not everything on the line game. Like good looking loser talks about it. Very good guy for a lot of this kind of fundamental premise stuff, which is um, yeah, he, he talks about there's so much to there's so much on the line with, with mainstream game. Cause it's, I hope she likes me game, right? Everything is, I hope she likes me. Whereas if you flip the mentality to be like, fuck it, let's have fun with this. Let's go and get rejected. Who gives a shit, right? I'm going to have fun with it. It's not such a big deal. Ironically, you come across as even more confident and even more wanting her but not need, needing her. That neediness level drops down because you're just like, whatever, right? And that's a great mentality to take into life. So if there's ever a social situation where you're uncomfortable, if there's ever a type of approach um, that you're uncomfortable with, flip the mindset around we're going to go rejection mindset right let me go and get rejected let's have fun with the rejection and you can do some incredibly ballsy approaches and because they're ballsy and because people can just smell women can just smell for whatever reason you actually really give a fuck lo and behold they open up they respond whereas if you did it the conventional way really ballsy a hard approach like a group set sitting down at a table you're going to feel the nerves you're going to go up you're going to be like oh hey can i speak to your friend they're going to be like go away then they might not, right? They might still respect it, but it's more fun when you flip it to be like, let's go and get rejected. And it takes the pressure off yourself entirely. And you don't need a wingman there. You can just do this with yourself, which is a key thing. Because a lot of guys, obviously, they're, they get a lot more ballsy when there's a wing in the house, right? When there's a wing beside them. Typically, your anxiety drops by 50, 60% entirely with approaching when you've got a decent wing there. Um, but you can you can use this on your own. Like every time you, you see a hard approach, or even if you're just like not used to approaching on your own, you want to build that up. Every time you see an approach, you can just be like, right, let's go and get rejected. Let's have a bit of fun with it. Who gives a fuck, right? And bang, you're in. All hesitation gone. All bets are off. And I bet your results will fucking skyrocket in terms of the social freedom stuff. Because as we always talk about, what this basically is, is social freedom, right? Complete social freedom. See hot girl, any scenario have the social nous and the social freedom to go and give it a crack, right? So have the balls, first of all. Don't do the old, don't, don't do the old Wayne Gretzky thing of 
miss 100 you miss 100 of shots you don't take take the shot most of the time i always say this to guys but if you see 10 hot girls during a daytime if you can take that shot eight out of ten times for me that's like you've got this under control in terms of the actual not blowing yourself out there right actually just stepping into the fucking hurt arena because most guys can't even fucking step into the arena right they do three approaches a week and they go tosh they don't doesn't work like, yeah, it doesn't. I don't know why I'm mirroring their parrot voice. Ah, we're on pirate ships. Goodbye. Um, yeah, so most guys don't even fucking step into the arena, right? They don't do enough approaches. They can't approach on their own. They're not resilient enough to do that. So step one is actually do that amount of approaches. I'm ranting on anyway. Let me see if there's any comments. I hope that point was made clear. Highly recommend Googling this guy's book. You could either Google Jason Comely. Jason, second name, C-O-M-E-L-Y. He came up with the idea of rejection therapy as a game. It's like a card game where you pull out different cards and it says, go and do this thing, go and do this thing. You get rejected. And basically, by, by getting rejected, you realize it's not a big deal. Because often, yeah, often that fear of rejection holds us back, right? And then this guy, Jia Jiang, wrote a book called the 100 days of rejection where he basically went and got rejected for you know did a new challenge of rejection for 100 days in a row and some crazy shit happened um it's not related to day game it's not related to dating he's a married dude but taking those principles from this and applying it to this shit is a very very effective way to push your comfort zones to have that complete social freedom to not give a fuck right because we are prisoners as old fdr said Men are not prisoners of fate. We are merely prisoners of our own minds. You know, you're not physically sitting in prison in Supermax. If I said to you, right, go and walk out of the house and go and approach the first person you can see, 90% of you won't do that. But you could. All 100% of us could do that because you can literally physically stand up, walk out the door, and walk down and go and approach someone. But we're held back. Why? By the fear of the unknown um, and by being lazy and procrastinating in life. And everything we could possibly want really is, is is up here. We can go and create that thing, but we're often too lazy to even think about what would make us happy in life. I mean, yeah, that's that's a topic for another day. What do you think if girls are under 18? Nope, do not approach. Obviously, oof, Lamar, man, come on. How do you deal with being scared of reactions of bystanders? Exactly, flip it on its head, realize no one gives a shit spotlight effect is real that means you're, you're thinking that everyone cares about what you're doing around you right it holds a lot of people back again you're stifled by um what other people think flip it on its head rejection go and go and just practice rejection therapy hey man i'm 18 i'm going to miami in july for a three-day concert is there generally older girls there and should i bother approaching the older girls of course thank you mr chris that's exactly what i did got blown out by a super model and then walk to a different girl now, going to have three days together. Amazing, man. Hey, Tusk, out of all the girls you approach and get a number, how many girls you actually sleep with? Uh, these stats, again, why, again, why does no one listen to the stats? If anyone can, why doesn't someone else write that beneath, write that below? If you know the stats that I always bang on about so you can help out L. What does, does Mr. K use? What does he say? Hello. That's what he says, but because he approaches hundred hundred percent, hundred percent of the time, then not hundred percent because he approaches about hundred women a day. That's all you need. 
The burn the place down game. Yes, Mr. Francis. What would be the rejection therapy? Am I too late to the stream? Let's smash the like button, guys. Yes. Ask if I'm even if I'm a good looking guy, should I always be the one to approach? Yes, you should. I had it in my head that I shouldn't need to approach, but from watching your content, why did you have it in your head that you shouldn't approach? Who the hell is approaching you, man? Are you in one direction? I didn't realize you had a dressing room with one direction, Mr. L on the, on the thing. I didn't realize you had cues of uh, hordes of young teenage girls screaming your name after you sung at the concert and played guitar. And yeah, man, I mean, like maybe I should come in, come out gaming with you. Of course I'm being facetious, right? But of course you need to approach. I don't know which fool said that you didn't need to approach as a guy, unless you're fucking super famous, right? And you've got an influx of women coming into your Instagram, sliding into your DMs, or queuing up, screaming your name outside the arena, right? And they bought tickets to see you. You need to be approaching. You're not, I don't know who told you you shouldn't be approaching, but it's fucking nonsense, right? Any way, way to baby step day game approaches? Yes, myself and Les are doing a joint WhatsApp accountability group. So it's whoever's, there's 30 space available, right? It's individual WhatsApp threads. It's me, you, and Les on one WhatsApp thread. You pay £197 for one month, and you have us, me and Les, whenever you want us on the WhatsApp groups, hold you accountable, set your challenges for the week, you check in with us, we kick your ass. Um, you can ask us questions whenever you want, 24-7. You've got us there leveraging our knowledge of fucking 12 years of this shit. It's worked really, really well. We've sold 15 spaces. We've got 15 remaining. It's not a group thing, just to be clear. It's you, me, and Les on a thing. Costs 197 pounds for the month for one group for, for one month. And that flips to 27 pounds a month rolling until you cancel. So that's month by month. If you're interested, infertjamestuss.com. That's the best way to babysit your approaches because we can give you stuff like directions to do. We can um, give you like hit and run compliments to do. We've got a full structure. Send us an email, infertjamestuss.com. Uh, there's going to be a video coming out about this. I've sent it out to WhatsApp groups, but prioritize WhatsApp groups. I'm going to send a video out about this on YouTube and it's first come first, uh, but it's been working really, really well. Whether you're a newbie, whether you're looking to shake off some rust, whether you want to continue the momentum after doing some online training with us, the Approach Accelerator, or whether you're you want to continue the momentum after live training with us, it's been working sick. Mr. Francis says, there's the Troy, Gog <laughs> Troy Goggins, David Goggins idea. Uh, this hard approach gives me a chance to be exceptional because most guys didn't do it. Yeah, it's true. And most, and you'll get rewarded with brownie points when you do a quote unquote hard approach, right? W women will remember it and you stand out as really ballsy. The harder the approach, so the higher the social pressure, the more she remembers it and the more she rewards it as that was fucking ballsy. I've got a call soon. I got a question. How's life going for you, bro? I got an answer. It's going well, man. And I'm off to Russia soon. So I'm super excited about that. Fake it till you make it to a degree. But really, we're talking about take the entire pressure off by saying to yourself, right, that's a fucking hard approach. I'm going to have fun with this. I'm probably going to get rejected. It's a low probability of return. Let me flip it. Let me have fun. Let me charge in there, not giving a fucking monkeys, right? I went through a stage of using this for game for any approach for about six months because it could, took all pressure off. And I was like, this is just fucking fun. There's no limitations. You create your own reality. I don't give a shit because I'm going to go and get blown out. 
Um, so I just go in there with stupid openers, having fun, blah, blah, blah. And conversely, guess what happened? I wasn't getting blown out much because I was coming in with such confidence and boldness, but completely detached at the same time. Like, you know, almost like saying to them, go on, get rid of me. But it wasn't like that. It was just the vibe I gave off was non, not, no fucks, zero fucks given, but also just, just super confident and just having fun with it. And people want to be around that energy because they know that you can walk at any moment, but you're not. It's, it's a weird thing to describe, but I recommend, guys, go out today, pick two or three hard approaches when you go and do your session, and go and flip the mindset to be like, right, I'm going to go and have fun here. Let me go and open with something fun and just get blown the fuck out, right? And, and rejection. Let me go and get rejected, right? A miniature version of the thing where he was going up to a security guard asking for a ridiculous thing. You know, he was walking up to a security guard, this Jian Jian guy, and saying, right, give me 300 bucks. Security guy was like, no. And then he'd go away laughing about it, going, I've had fun with that, right? So it's not go in, shit yourself, like, oh, let me go and get rejected. It's going with the banter of, like, let's have some fun with this, right? I'm approaching going on the tube platform. Obviously, she's going to say no. Hey, I just had to come and say, you look great. Oh, thanks. And then suddenly you're like, what? I'm in a conversation? This is weird. Because, you, yeah, you're giving no fucks. You're nothing on the line, right? So flip it. Try it today. Pick two or three hard situations. Before you say, before the, you actually approach, like when you see the situation, be like, right, I'm going to go and get rejected. Let me go and have fun with this. Like, it doesn't matter. And go in there, and I guarantee you, you're going to be surprised at the reactions you get with people being like, oh. And then carry, you carry on. You're like, what, what is this witchcraft? And even if you do get rejected, which is obviously going to happen a lot of the time, you go away going, okay, I've done that. Thank fuck. That was a lot easier because I took everything off the off the line, took all pressure off myself, right? release that pressure gauge and it was fun to do it and I expect to get rejected and that's what happened okay next one cool so do that try it today I guarantee it will be a game changer for you what I might do if the demand is there is write a hundred days of rejection but do a day game version right an approach version where it starts off and gets harder and harder and harder and harder but again it's using that mindset of like let me go and get rejected so if enough demand is there for that then I will write that and I'll do it as a free PDF and you guys can just follow that. And by the end of the 100 days, you'll be fucking social bosses, complete social freedom, no fucks given, stripping naked, running around the beach. Oh, fuck, I've given away day 90 already. Uh, I mean, not doing that. Um, yeah, that could be an interesting thing to write and for guys to actually do because a lot of this stuff is fear of rejection, isn't it? Why we don't, why we don't actually don't take the action. Uh, 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 what do you think about reapproaching a girl that walks away initially? Yes, you can do. If she doesn't know what you want, if she thinks you're just a salesman, I'd go back in and, and speak to her again. But if she said, if you if she said, um, if you've given the compliment, she's not interested, then I just leave it. Do you recommend doing a day session at the mall? Absolutely. 70% of my approaches are done in coffee shops and shopping malls. I film a lot on the street because it's. It's not private property and you can film there, but most of my approach are done in coffee shops or in shopping malls. You must be pretty wealthy to travel. Any tips to build your finance that anyone can learn? Put, start putting out value in life. That's the main one. You remind me of Eddie Hearn a bit. Oh, mate, yeah, AJ's up there. Next up, yeah, wild a fight. The problem we have isn't about approaching or getting rejected. It's actually about people who watch you doing this approaching, especially if you got rejected. Yeah, so it is tied into 
that idea of you giving a fuck what people think about you getting rejected, right? Spotlight effect. It's all kind of linked in because it all stems from rejection of some sort, not rejection of the girl, the girl rejection necessarily, but rejection by people watching you if you were together with them in some sort of group or tribe, right? Because we care about what other people think. I think the people that have the most fun in life are the guys that don't give a flying fuck what people think. That's my experience of it anyway. What advice would you give? What advice would you have for someone's first ever cold approach and what's a good venue? <laughs> Anywhere. The world is your playground as the venue. That will be the um, the setting of your first approach. I wouldn't recommend it approach uh, like in the sea. You shouldn't be doing snorkel game, any of that high-level stuff, sticking your finger in blowholes of dolphins, none of that high-level sexy stuff, or approaching on the side of volcanoes, Vesuvius game, always ends in tears. Um, anywhere you want would be good, in the street, you know, coffee shop, whatever. Just get it done. Go and get rejected. That's a great example. First approach, don't expect anything. I always say to the so guys, first 100 approaches, don't expect anything from this. First, 100 direct day game approaches. Don't expect anything from it. If you get results, great, but don't expect shit from it. It's not going to happen necessarily. So best thing to do with Mr. Regan. This is a great example of fear holding us back, right, and rejection. I was the same. I was watching daygame.com, those supermodels that are Yad and Torero charging around the streets um, of London, uh, doing day game and I was like fucking hell this is amazing I need to speak to bird sober I need to learn to speak to bird sober right because I grew up uh, in London pub culture from 15 with your fake ID boozing going to uni boozing went to a private school uh, only only men no time around girls right um, so I was like I saw this at like 26 27 I was like I need to learn this right I need to learn day game so um, yeah but I went out and I just couldn't approach. I was frozen by hesitation, frozen by that fear of rejection. And for like four weekends in a row, I went out and I just couldn't approach. So that was fear, right? Fear of getting rejected, really. That's what's holding me back. It's fear of rejection. That's what it all is. It's fear of rejection. So if we can flip the mindset and be like, I'm going to go and get rejected, suddenly no one gives a fuck. Suddenly the pressure is completely off. It's the beauty of this small mindset shift, right? Small, small changes, big, big dramatic you know dramatic results i guess um so for your first ever cold approach just say to yourself right i'm gonna go and get rejected let me just give her a compliment anyway walk up to a girl even if you find her slightly attractive she doesn't have to be a worldie but i'd recommend doing it on someone you find slightly attractive and say hey just said to say you look great have a nice day walk away right if that's too scary go and ask for directions to the local sex shop no don't just ask for the time or directions to the local coffee shop or the local sex dungeon you'll find Mr. Troy Francis at. Can Metton, hey Tuss, just saw it. I'm really enjoying these videos as well. Just saw what? That sounds suspicious. Have I? Oh no, make sure that's zipped up. Um, I'm really enjoying these videos as well as the actual cold approaches. Thanks for making them. No problem, Mr. Metan. I once asked a girl I bought Viagra from in Boots. I once, that's Bulbazi, I like it. Got my ears cleaned out by a girl last night. Of course, I don't know what you got up to, sir. Uh, I'm more insecure about trying to escalate about the approach on the first date. I feel like I'm not great with words, and when I try to escalate, it's awkward. How can I learn to escalate better? Again, how do you escalate better? Flip it. Go and get rejected, right? Six years of challenge stuff is so good because he talks about going for the kiss within like five minutes, expecting to get rejected, right? But he's expecting, like on a date, expecting to get rejected, 
he goes for the kiss after five minutes, right? Because it sets the frame of him and the, as a sexual guy who wants them. He's expecting to get rejected after five minutes, but he's already prepared for that, right? So he's he knows that 70% of girls will be like, turn the cheek. They're not going to probably wince in horror, but they're going to turn the cheek. And he, you know, again, it's important to look for that, for that reaction, right? The girl is going to look for your reaction, how you react to that. If you act like a butthurt little boy, like your universe is over, she's like, this guy's a chump. But if you're like just kind of smirking, like, okay, cool. And then just change the subject and just carry on, right? You look like a boss. So with escalation, that's a big thing. After the approaching on dates, going for it, kissing, escalation, physically escalating, flip it again. Be like, fuck it. She's probably going to say no. I'm probably going to get rejected. Takes the pressure off. Just go for it, right? With all this stuff in life, if you flip it to be like, let me go and get rejected. Let me seek that rejection. Guess what happens? Pressure, pressure's taken off. Suddenly shit starts working. Bizarre, isn't it? But we're no longer timid. We're not entering action, action with timidity. We're entering with boldness because we're expecting a no. So there's no pressure on it. And because we're expecting a no, we come across a super ballsy, super confident in our own skin, and we don't get a no. It doesn't make much sense. But try it with the approaching date. If any of you have dates, try it with the dates this evening as well. You'll be very, very surprised. The more ballsy you act, the more you try and get rejected, the less you get rejected. It's that he who dares wins or he who dares bones is the, uh, the flip on the SAS motto for this stuff. I also feel scared. Yeah, just start with saying hello. Mr. James, I found going around and facing my fear of being rejected way more healing than sitting on a therapist's couch. Yeah, sitting on a therapist's couch honestly does nothing, especially those who do in-person sense counseling. It's not goal-orientated. And often people that don't seem to have done anything with their lives either. They're like just these kind of bland, vanilla people who have never really had a real job. Um, don't seem to have Don't seem to be able to resonate with you particularly well. Um, yeah, best form of therapy is going to speak to people, right? And having fun with rejection and just realizing it doesn't fucking matter, right? And this was the premise of this Jiang Jiang guy by day 100. He was fearless. He didn't give a fuck about anything anyone asked him to do because it became like a drug and he'd have fun with it, right? And it becomes fun and then it drives you to do more. And he was doing more and more crazy shit. And it just pushed his own comfort zone to such a degree. He didn't give a fuck by the end. And so let's do this. Maybe I should write this 100 days of rejection for day game, day game of approaching edition. Maybe me and Troy, if you're watching Troy, we can collaborate and write this. You are more of a writer than me. We can pen this in Russia and release it as a PDF. We can actually do it. Maybe we could do it and film it the first 30 days of us doing increasingly bizarre stuff to get rejected. That would be very, very viewable content because the most viewed, viewed uh, stuff on my channel is me getting blown out, me getting rejected, which says a lot about the world, right? We all have that inner Heath Ledger. We want to watch the world burn. But maybe, Troy, maybe we should write, the we, we should do the first 30 days of 100 days of rejection. We should film it, little clips of us actually doing it because it's specifically censored for day game and then release it because that will be very, very viewable content. Uh, it will also, yeah, be fucking interesting. I'm excited to, to do something like that. So if you're keen, let's do it. Where can I get the banana costume? The banana costume, yeah, that's been put on the back burner for now. A coffee shop in a major city is a fantastic place to get girls around you. Yes, it is. If a girl's got a mask on, approach anyway, obviously. When you approach more and more, you get positive reference experience, and you can use that to reinforce confidence completely on point. 
AB with a thumbs up. Thank you. Oh, James, I actually know a guy that told his counselor he's doing day games to heal himself from the fears and the therapist cancelled sessions with him. The therapist obviously doesn't understand what game is. But this the whole thing about don't try, don't try and preach to people that don't want to be converted. What we're really doing with day game, just to be clear, is social skills, right? Social freedom, social skills, building that emotional intelligence, right? EQ is the biggest determiner of success in life and in business, not IQ. It's EQ. It's the ability to interact with other human beings, right, in any situation. And the more we work on this stuff, the more positive it is, opens doors for you for the rest of your life. Don't let anyone tell you what you're doing is wrong. It's fucking not. But on the same token of that, don't try and tell people I'm doing day game. People don't understand. They don't, you know. It, it don't. We don't want to be the guys kind of preaching, you know. What's your first approach? What's going through your mind? Uh, my first approach was terrifying. I was on Oxford Street. I was with John Matrix. It was the first day of the day game boot camp. He pointed out an absolute worldie. I know we're on... Um, Argyle Street, an absolute worldie, and I threw up in my mouth, and it had bit had bits dribbling down. I didn't realise, and that's why she kind of looked at me a bit horrified, right? In hindsight, brilliant rejection story. Because after that, I was like, okay, fuck this, let's just have fun. Fat turnip, thank you for the response. Troy is in for the hundred days of rejection. I'm very excited by this idea. This is spur of the moment stuff, but often the best stuff in life is. Boom, 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 spontaneous. We all know that fucking terrible New Year's Eve we went to that had been planned for, for months and it was bollocks. And we've all had a New Year's Eve where we turned, we rocked up and it just turned into some crazy journey, right? Completely spontaneous. And it was a sick trip. One of the best holidays I ever had. I was playing drunken Scrabble. One word Scrabble with my housemate at 5 a.m. on a Monday morning, on a rainy Monday morning in, in October, November. Uh, a few years ago and it was like whoever won whoever got the highest um word count the other one had to book a flight to um the winners choosing right so i won um by like 10 we both put down one word i had a higher word i was like right you're going to beirut so he looked up fair play to him straight away looked up the flight it was leaving in five hours time from 7 a.m we hadn't slept uh and he booked it and i was like can I come? And he was like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> so then I booked the flight to Beirut. We flew off five hours later, stinking hangover on the plane, obviously, because we hadn't slept and we'd been drinking all night. Uh, but we got to Beirut and had the fucking best five days of our lives. It was brilliant because it was spontaneous. It was fun. There's no expectation, right? Same with this, same principle with this, going in to get rejected. What is it? It's spontaneous. It's fun. There's no expectation. You've taken away an expectation. So, yeah, for this stuff, 100 Days of Rejection, Day Game Edition, myself and Troy will film in some format for the next 30 days a ballsy approach. We'll write them down in advance. We'll get them ballsier and ballsier and ballsier. We'll probably start it when we actually land in Russia. So the 5th of, uh, I believe we fly on the 5th of July to St. Petersburg. We will film this. We will have the content and we will write it in advance so you can see what it is going to be. And it will get increasingly hard and ridiculous. And we'll film it to show you guys rejection doesn't matter. And flipping this mindset of having fun with it is A, fucking fun. But B, um, it's just, in, I think it's going to be very inspiring, actually. I'm, I'm excited for it. It does make sense to me when you've already set your expectations for the worst and just want to have fun with that. I guess there's not really left to be afraid of. Exactly. And the, and the kind of broader version of the rejection mentality is we're all dead men walking. None of us are getting out of this game alive. Despite Walt Disney's best attempts to freeze himself, right? Um, 
it's not going anywhere, is it? I mean, we're, we're all dead men walking. Fast forward 50 years, I, I very much doubt any of us you know, watching this are going to be alive, unless you happen to be quite young. What hobbies help cold approach? I'm thinking of improv comedy. Yes, it does. But the best, the best cold approach, the best thing you could help your cold approach can be speaking to other human beings. Right? You can't be good at shit you don't do with frequency. One of the big mistakes of old old school game people was like, I do my approaches, then I go back to that introverted version of myself. No, no, no. They can be the structure. Right? Ten approaches, two hours. You could do that. Say Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Right? But the cement that holds that structure together is Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, and all the times you're not approaching, you're bantering with people, you're having fun, you're engaging, you're using your social skills, you're actively listening, you're pivoting on what people say, you're practicing your banter, you're practicing your flirting, practicing being a sociable human being because you can't be good at shit in life you don't do with frequency. Who's going to be in better shape? The guy who goes to the gym once a week for four hours or the guy that shows up fucking every day for 45 minutes, right? It's a no-brainer. Same with this, same with social skills. Would you keep inviting the girl to your place until you have sex when you're on a date? Like you have a date night at your place versus go out. Um, yeah, you try and get her to your place a few times, but if she's adamant she doesn't want to go, just say, okay, no worries, see you later. Again, you want her, but you don't need her. There's always uh, time for another day to go again. Fuck, I'm well past this fucking call I've got to jump on. Right, lads, we're going to have to call it a day. I'm excited about me and Troy's little challenge of filming 30 days of rejection. I think it's going to be a blast. I think we're going to come up with some really, really interesting ones for each other to do, and it's going to be really, really fun to see it. Um, just to recap, this is the last time I'm ever going to do the stats because you guys should know this. One in three approaches is a phone number. If I get 10 phone numbers, I go on two dates. That's a one in five ratio. And I sleep with one of these girls, right? So every 25 to 30 new girls you're cold approaching, they're decent looking women, they're not buffaloes. You should be able to sleep with one girl, right? So if you approach 25 to 30 girls a week and you know what you're doing, that should get you at least two new dates a week. And you should sleep with one of those girls when you know what you're doing. You could sleep with 50 new girls a year doing that, right? It just takes consistency and time. Most men don't have the patience for that. Lads, it's been a pleasure. 